Welcome back to the Chaotic Nerdful, where fantasies seem real. I'm so glad you've returned. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Chaotic Nerdful podcast. New adventure this week should be a whole lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed the last one. This is going to take a little bit of setup, so let's get the right background music and feeling going. All right, that's perfect. In the year 20XX, the Earth's climate crisis has reached critical mass. All of the ice was gone, not just on the polar caps, but everywhere, even at the 7-Elevens. Coastal cities were underwater. World governments were collapsing. War and crime ripped through everything. Then an alien race appeared. They were cute and cuddly and looked like little otters. These creatures, known as the Bahari, began refreezing the North and solving a lot of other world problems. And things were looking like they were gonna be okay. Then they turned on us. The Bahari started taking what they wanted and eradicating anyone who stood in the way. All of the Earthlings rallied together but it was too late. There were too many of them. Things spiraled out of control until one day, the final command came from the Grand Bahari leader. Kill or enslave all Earthlings on sight. Things were looking pretty bad. Let's see if they can improve. Before we jump into the actual roleplay part of the game, would everybody like to give me your character name and just a short little thing about your character? Travis, you go first. Sure. Uh, my character name is uh, Crispin Ator. Crispin previously lived a pretty quiet life teaching at a local college. And as the Bahari began enslaving the populace, he was basically driven into seclusion and is looking for any kind of knowledge or things you can find that might be able to overthrow them that's a wizard excellent that's exactly what we're looking for all right sebastian you want to go next right so tom uh, had a bit um, uh, an orcish birth let's say it was all um orc half orc uh, community nomadic mostly lost it all and had to you know as a kid, had to live uh, off the streets until was uh, saved by a mysterious benefactor that left her life not uh, not too long ago. So now she's trying to mm, make herself worthy of that uh, of that help she received by kicking a lot of evil ass, as she would describe it. All she right. likes to hurt people for peace. That's a killing that's a for life, huh? Hating for peace. Awesome. Quite. All right, Lucid, you're up. All right, I'm going to be playing Peeps, the resident bard of the group. Basically, just this old, uh, old blues musician who's found his way into this dystopian society, not by way of combat, but just trying to make himself useful where he can and helping keep people's spirits up with a good tune every now and then. Excellent. Azula? I don't know if I'm saying that right or not. Yeah, it's fine. It's, that's correct. Well... As you can see, my character's name is Malvium, Malvium Shikok. He's a, he's a dwarf, which uh, has a really, really strong hatred against Bahari because, well, they did something really terrible to his family and also to himself. He was uh, 
one of the let's say experiment subject. That's why he right now he has quite a bad memory. That's a pick on by he only has seven intelligence, and uh, he's a paladin, which he swear an oath to. Well, I haven't talked to our DM yet, but whatever the uh, whatever the Raven Queen of this setting might be, he swear an oath of vengeance to her to ask for her power to revenge the Bahari. All right. Very good. Um, I have not developed a pantheon for this, so we can just use the regular Raven Queen or whatever you want to use. But that sounds All right. that sounds good. Oh, we got we got temples then. Nice. Yes. And Cirrus, you're last. What? All right. Uh, my character's name is Toke Kichi. You can just call him Kichi for short. Um, basically, he grew up uh, in a uh, small Arikoko community. Um, was taught how to use a bow from a very young age, and. Um, Basically, when the Bahari started uh, enslaving the populace, decided to go full vigilante on them, uh, and um, through this received the blessing of the goddess of the moon, and now fights them with both bows and magic. Nice. Yes. I like it a lot. Okay, so that's awesome. I like our team. Let's see if we can get some. Let's see if we can make some messes. <laughs> All right, a team rolled out. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get started. It looks like you guys have read through the, the brief introduction. This is sometime in the like late 20, 2000s. The Earth was plummeting into total chaos because of our environmental crisis. And these creatures that call themselves the Bahari came in and magically solved a lot of our problems, which we were help grateful for. But over time, they uh, started out as friendly and then they slowly started taking over. And now they have started running things and they have started collecting all of the humans and other species who are not directly in agreement with them and with intent to enslave or kill them. Right. I would like to mention that the Bahari look to us Earths like otters. Otter? Otter, yes. They're cute. Great. They're water, cre they're Great. water creatures, and they are <laughs> deadly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait. Are we fighting the adorable Inquisition? <laughs> this would oh, be why nice. we let them help us to begin with, and then they turned out to be these horrible, nasty monsters. It's like that, uh, that episode of South Park predicted. It was always the otters. Well, sometimes that's how the dice roll. Doesn't matter. I'm just going to hit them really hard. They did something. <laughs> Unspeak of. Yes. All right. So this will set the scene. Everyone, um, those of you who are part of the resistance, you have gathered in the city of what's left of the city of London uh, as kind of the last ditch effort. And they have dis the Bahari leaders have dispatched a protection squad known as the Circa Daste to round up anyone who is free, any earthlings who are free and they can find in the streets. And they have very clear instructions to kill on site and leave no one alive. You um, are part of the last remaining survivors. You have a fortified position inside um, a location known as the Palace Theater. The Bahari are coming at you with everything they've got. They're bat bashing down the doors. They're trying to get in. They have not breached the uh, perimeter yet, but things are getting very bad. Um, a very large man who introduces himself as Mr. Harry um, gathers a few of you together and he says, I have an idea. He said, I know of someone who can show you how to find a an old artifact that will that will hopefully help us get out of the situation. Would you like to help me find her and it? Okay. Yes. Artifact. Uh, please. 
Excellent, he says. Hmm. Uh, before we going, uh, how's uh, how would you how would you describe our how's the relationship between our party? Do we know each other before, or are we just some bunch of riffraff that just got put together because of the situation? You you may know each other, um, you guys. If you want to say that you have met before, or you know each other, or your friends, or whatever, that's fine. But really, in this situation, there's very few free Earthlings left. So be together and have some camaraderie simply because you are not dead. Great. Great. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Right. That's, uh, well, we're pretty much a zombie apocalypse camaraderie here. Yes, exactly. You're the survivors. You're going to try and keep surviving. Well, I, I like that. It's a challenge. <clears throat> and yeah, it's, as, long as, uh, as long as we're helping and we're saving people, I'm all right with every, every plan that you may have. Yes, I don't have any. So he walks over, he says, all right, follow me. And he walks over to the um, kind of a, a dark corner of the palace, the pal- theater, palace theater. And, you know, before the door breaks down, he find, he opens up this, um, he pushes a bunch of uh, old seats and things over and he pulls open this uh, trap door. And he says, all right, guys, go down here. Um, you're going to come up in the other side of London and you're looking for a place called the Empty Growler. And when you get there, tell tell them you're looking for Rollins, and she will tell you what we're looking for. Oh, okay. sounds like a plan. All right. So, would you like to go down in the sewers, or do you want to stay and try and fight the onslaught of Latari? No, screw that. I'm going down. Yep, let's go down. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, you guys, get down in the. It's, you know, it's basically the sewers is what he lets you into through, you know, a couple of little short passageways. But he gave you the direction to, um, gave you directions, basically head up this one main channel um, until you get to, um, yep, let's see there, right down the street. Yeah. Um, basically, he's going to tell you how to, to main street, because I didn't write down an name for street. You go to main street and you come up out of the sewers there and you'll be right in front of the empty growler. Nice. So, guys, start moving down. Um, it's kind of dark. There's a little bit of light here and there, but not really a whole lot. Um, you do hear rumblings and thumpings and people above you, so you don't want to, like, pop up out of the sewers yet. And somebody roll me a perception check, please. Maybe everyone. Okay. So let's go. Sure, everybody can do it. Okay. Oh, boy. Ooh. Uh, 21. Excellent. Ooh. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to roll a... Uh, uh, my dice in real life, if you don't mind. No, that's fine. Okay. It's got to ah, if, you, if you start getting nat 20s on everything, though, I'm going to call you a liar. But at this point, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't mind. I prefer the real dice, too. Uh, I would, but my desk, uh, the, my desk is a bit too short. I have too many knives and other things on it. So I can't really <laughs> roll. Of course, of course. All right. Sounds like we got a couple of good rolls guys hear from one of the uh, side of, you know how sewers break off in different places. You hear some scratching coming from one of the side sewers. Um, it sounds like it's coming closer. Uh, it sounds like it's a couple of somethings. You're not exactly sure what they are. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to like try to hide? Do you want to run away? Do you want to see what they are? Um, do uh, do I hear this do. with Do I hear this with my roll of seven? No, you don't hear anything. <laughs> Okay, then I will nonchalantly and very brashly just continue walking straight ahead. <laughs> but I did say hi there. Wait. Everybody wait. I Let will freeze me. in my tracks. 
Let's stop. That's good. Okay. That's what I said. Thank you. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find the uh, okay. Kichi, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my name. Yeah, I saw you nonchalantly walking over there. How about you stop for now? Let me. I can find you for that better suit my role as a tank. Go on first. All right. Uh, so uh, what what did I see with my role again? You don't see anything yet, but you do hear a lot of scratching sounds coming at you, like some kind of creature, small to medium-sized creature, maybe several of them, is running down the side the side sewer toward you. Um, was I able to hear this as well? Uh, I got an 18. Yes, you definitely hear it too. Again, you're not really sure how many there are. All right, folks, uh, we might have some company headed this way. What do y'all want to do? I'm just gonna light my torch. Or maybe in this setting would be torch light. Like it's just a flashlight, right? Yeah, that's basically you have a, a torch or a flashlight. So you're gonna light up a torch and look and see what's coming. Yeah. I would I'm just gonna see on the floor that, oh. uh is there any trace or no, right anything quick. that uh anybody here doesn't have a documentation? I raise my hand reluctantly. Uh, you're gonna have a fun <laughs> time, are <Same> you? <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who have dark vision are looking around trying to find what's coming at you and you see these large like they're about i don't know large dog size so they're about 40 50 pounds each just like charging at you through the sewers they're kind of long-haired mangy furry they have kind of weird shaped teeth and they're just like there are eight of them so and they're just like running at you top speed so everybody roll for initiative yeah. now Vim is, is already pissing off so he's ready for combat nice yes he is <laughs> Jared God hey blackjack <laughs> oh look at that I thought I was All gonna right, roll I, I got an A alright 21 that's pretty good alright Malvium and Kiche I got an 8 Ah, there, thank you. And last one. All right. So, um, to handle this a little more smoothly, I'm going to control the these giant weasels in two groups of four. And you guys can, you guys are kind of in the crossroads between the two sewers. You can kind of tell me where you are, but there are four of them coming from the left side of the opening, and four of them coming from the right side of the opening. Oh, they're flanking us. Yeah, they're just yeah, like they're just charging at you. They're um, from where you are right now, from where I'm the center of the group. They're about ten feet away from you, and Lucid is first. What do you want to do? I'm gonna try and sleep the uh, group coming at us from the left. All right, read me that so I can know what it does. Um, roll five d eight. Total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Creatures within twenty feet of a point you choose within range are affected in descending order of their current hit points, starting with a creature that has the lowest current hit points. Each creature affected okay. by the spell falls unconscious. Until the spell ends, sleeper takes damage or someone uses an action to wake them up. Is there a save for that, or is it just straight up, this is what I get? I'm straight up, this is what I get. Alright, roll me 5d8. Start up pretty strong, right? Alright, 18. So, on the group to the left, you said, two of them just, like, fall out asleep, just sawing logs, like, right there on the, the gross cement. But two of them are still up and still coming. Okay. All right. In that case, I'm going to use my bonus action to 
go ahead and give Tom a pat on the back and say, you got this, bud. Go get some. <laughs> All right, Tom, you're now that bardic inspiration. <laughs> right. So, where are they? How many are them? And how, may, how much time do I have to kill them all? <laughs> there are um, eight of them. Six right. of them are asleep. No, two of them are asleep. Six of them are still awake. Yeah. Um, they're about ten feet away from you. Some of them, the group of four that's still awake is um, five feet above. They're kind of to your right. The other is kind of to your left. And they're both about ten feet away. And they're about ten feet away from each other. Right. Let's go to where there are four non-asleep ones, I suppose. I guess okay. hey, the asleep ones are kind of taken care of. Let's say, let's let's have these guys fight me. All right, let's uh, let's head to the like look at the the closest or frothiest mouth of them and just swing my bloody axe at his head. All right, swing your axe. Give me an attack roll. Right, that's a d twenty plus seven. I think should I rage? Is a question. Should I rage? Is that ever a question that is answered with no? I don't believe so. Then rage! Ah, too late, I raged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I got three rages. Let's use one. Rage! That's boom! Ah, uh, okay, so you go into your rage. Yes, and I swing my axe at the, as, as the closest motherfucker. Alright, you got a 24. That is going to hit. Right, so that's plus five for my normal bonus, plus two for rage, so let's see how much damage I do. Nice. Nice. Overkill. The first, uh, the first one that you swing at, um, you take your axe, you kind of come down low, and you just go swing at him, and you just catch him right in the top of the shoulder blade, and it just slices through his neck, his shoulders, everything. It just clean swipe all the way through, and he just kind of slides to the ground. Awesome. Uh, I think that, that will be all, but I'll be cheering in victory like going all sand people on it right <laughs> awesome <laughs> all right so that group is going to go next and what is your ac tom 17 nice oh yeah so many attacks okay. are going to come <laughs> against me <laughs> <laughs> one of them hits you the other two miss so we're gonna roll for attack how much damage am I taking? So, oh, well, since I'm raging, I I have uh, piercing, slashing, and bludgeoning damage by half. Yeah. Okay, this oh. is piercing damage, so you're going to take two. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> so, let, me, let me get that. From 58, I go to 56. Good to know. So you're still doing all right. Uh, okay, Crispin, you're up next. All right. Um... I'm going to look towards the, the group of three that are still active and um, okay. I'm going to cast Burning Hands and I'll use the, um, uh, the evocation thing to prevent Tom from getting hit. Oh, the yeah, like the smart evocation or whatever it's called? Yeah, I was trying to remember the name of it. Yeah, I can't remember what it is either. Okay, so you're going to spread a thin sheet of flames. Each creature within 15 feet must take a saving throw, and then you take they take 3d6 on a fail and half as much on a pass. So I'm going to roll. What's your constitution modifier? Uh, plus two. Okay, so they got a dc12 to meet. None of them make it. <laughs> they all fail. Wow. <laughs> so roll me some damage. 3d6. Wow. Actually, that's just, just one of those. Actually, no, we can take them all. It doesn't matter. Um, you have 
crispy okay. fried all three of them they are just like a toasted little marshmallow sitting there their, their skin and their hair just still sizzling just crispy crisped out right on the uh right on the side excellent next up is the other two otters there's two awake and there's two asleep one um, on do, do, uh, do they get a, one of them on the do they get a sleep save um nope they basically have to be woken up all right woken up by either taking damage or until the spell runs out right yep and the spell lasts for one minute so they've got another nine rounds to be asleep yeah basically okay so the two the two that are awake are gonna run over and they are going to try to attack crispin what's your ac 11 who are they attacking they're attacking crispin but it really doesn't matter because they suck <laughs> what apparently they are blind and in the dark and they really just they're having a bad day okay so <laughs> malvium you're next yes well Seeing Lady Tom right now like a like a sophisticated lady as she is, I said, "Leave some for me, all right." And I see spell flying left and right for me while I was standing at at the front, not knowing what to do. I'm just gonna take my uh, just gonna rush to the uh, the the other one that is not falling asleep right now and use my hammer, uh, which I forged myself, called Holy Demise. And yeah, just smack in the face. All right, roll me an attack. Yep, ten. The um, the giant weasel sees the hammer coming down, and he's like able to like skirt, like duck, tuck and roll over to one side, and yawn, and make a giant like crack in the cement. But the weasel is unscathed. Yep, good roll. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and. Well, I'm just gonna save up my resource right now, so that's gonna be my turn. I'm just gonna snarl at the weasel. All right, Kichi, it is your turn. Uh, I'm just sort of like uh, looking on at this uh, absolute carnage that they're wreaking upon these weasels, uh, and so I don't really think I could do much. You know, like I don't think I would assist much by expending any resources. So I'm just gonna snap my fingers and cast Hold the Dead on the um, the closest weasel. All right, uh, that requires a wisdom saving throw, DC fourteen. Okay, we passed, because we got a 19. All right, well, nothing happens. That's unfortunate. Okay, back up to Peeps. I'll just stand there and twiddle my talons. <laughs> no matter, little body! Well, Calabar! Oh, come on, friend. You ain't doing it with no class. Let me show you how it's done. And I undo the, like, the false <laughs> bottom in my cane, revealing a fencing foil, and take a lunge at one of the, uh... One of the two weasels coming at us from the left. All right, so you're just gonna straight up poke him with a fencing foil. Roll me an attack. Ooh, Ooh, nice hit. So roll me some damage. See how bad you hurt him. Not All bad. Right. Not bad. Not bad. So you you come down. You kind of bend in and you just like stick your foil straight out. Just. <laughs> And you go straight through his heart and you see his eyes just kind of roll back and he curls up his front feet and he rolls over and he says, eat two, Brute, and he dies. And I look back at, uh, at Tom and he'll say, see, class, friend, class. <laughs> That's how I like my men, small and fragile. With class, right? <laughs> All right. So we have one awake uh, weasel and two sleepy weasels and it is Tom's turn. Oh, really? Nice. Uh, well, I've got the awake one, of course. I'm not going to beat somebody that's asleep yet. So, let's go for this. Uh, 
Just great axe, always good, reliable, great axe, hopefully. Die. Oh, yeah. Die. Roll, roll me some damage. <laughs> that is gonna super hit. <laughs> damage was kind of me, but I. All right. So you. <laughs> bring up your great axe and you kind of hold it up and you just come straight down on this thing and burrows straight through it and you wind up with two half weasels okay half weasels half weasels (laughs) all right so he is also very dead all right so um crispin there are two sleepy weasels and nothing else alive you can you can choose to attack them if you want or you guys can just kind of move on and leave them there uh, Crispin draws a deep breath and says, hmm, does this make anyone else hungry? The smoldering weasels. And I'll <laughs> cast Firebolt on the nearest one. All right. Is that just a single target or is there an AoE? Uh, single target. All right. Ooh. 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 Six. Wow. No, you roll a natural one. Okay. Natural one. Yeah. Yeah, you're not doing anything with that. So you just kind of raise your hands and it just kind of gives you a little puff of smoke, but nothing else happens. Well, you know, one in five men. Yeah, not too bad so far. All right, so next up is the two sleeping weasel. They're going to keep sleeping. So, uh, Good for them. I wish I could do Malbium, that. your turn. <laughs> oh, wow. I-, I can't believe somebody actually left me left something for me to hit. So I'm just going to keep hitting the one in front of me. All right. That's uh, 17. That's a hit. You actually get to hit one. He's asleep, but, you know, you can hit him. More of a okay, so, I, so I run across to the, the one that is still sleeping. All right. And that's going to deal just four. Blocking, uh, blocking damage. All right. So you come down on his head and you just, just straight up just hit him as hard as you can. And you hear something crack inside his head. But he stands up and he just starts hissing wildly at you, throwing his head back and forth. So he's hurt, but he's mad. But he's so mad. Next up is going to be Kichi. A quick question. How well can I see down here? Well, there's a torch and there's a little bit of light in there. So you can see probably, you can see pretty well about 20 feet unless you have night vision. Um, yeah, night vision. So not really super great, but you can see the immediate area around you. So would I have disadvantage on any ranged attacks against these weasels? Um, from the distance you're at, you're like 10, 15 feet away. No, you'd be fine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to drop one knee, drop to one knee, uh, pull out my bow and um, pull back the bowstring. Only instead of an arrow, I'm going to pull it back and form a, an arrow of um, silver radiant fire and cast firebolt using my bow. Nice. That is a ranged attack. Oh, a blast like focus. That's, that's pretty neat. That is a 25 to hit. That super, super hits. So roll me some damage. I probably should have specified which one I'm shooting, but that's okay. Do you want to hit the uh, super hurt, the hurt one or the not hurt one? Uh, I'd rather coup de gras the one that's currently awake. That is five whole damage. <laughs> oh, so there's, there's the asleep one? Yeah, there's still one asleep, and there is one awake and, like, screaming in pain. And you hit him with your flaming firebolt, and his fur catches fire, and he just kind of flops over and accepts the fact that he is now dead. Perfect. Now I'm hungry. (laughs) You have a lot. You have... Oh, goodness. And I wink at Crispin. (laughs) So, peeps, 
they got one sleepy rat thing. Oh, oh, we're doing our magic tricks now. This cute little trick guy with the bow. Let me show you what I got. And I put my put the false end back onto my cane and just shibbity bop. Take a little bit of lightning, baby. And I'm going to cast Shocking Grasp. Hmm, okay. So no, no mercy for this otter. Ooh, nat 20. I, I was literally going to say that you probably have advantage because it's asleep, but I'm just going to not say anything now. <laughs> yeah, I um I think um I think he's you're gonna hit. So <laughs> Nat twenty with yeah. a <laughs> poor weasel. <laughs> Almost bad for him. Alright, roll some damage. Ten. Mm, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He just you hit him with the the lightning and he just like his he just explodes he just you see his little eyes light up blue and green and yellow and like arcs of bolts of lightning kind of cover him and then he just kind of and he just like sends this nice crispy wet blood all over the chamber hooray you've beaten the weasels all right i suppose i suppose i have to stop raging uh, probably a good idea. Um, if you'd like, there are several who, that are um, cooked and ready to, for consumption. If you'd like to have a snack or put some in your bag for later. I <laughs> resent the accusation that because I'm a half-orc, I'm also a savage. Okay? <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, yes, I rage. Yes, I hit things with a big axe. Yes, I'm really, really dumb. But what was I, what was I saying? Right. Yeah. Nah, nah, I'm not gonna eat a weasel. That I'm not gonna eat a fucking sewer weasel. I'm not that bad. <laughs> oh, come on, there's a delicacy somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Those places uh, probably need Jesus. <laughs> these are, these right. are tough times. I'll, Crispin picks up part of a weasel and sticks it in his bag. I got constitution All for right. days. I can take it. Yeah, I'll take some. I'm, I'm good. I'm just. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I'm, not, I'm not touching the, the shit whistles now, thank you. <laughs> so I'll stop raging, I suppose, and come down. It's like, oh, so we won. Yay, hugs for everybody. Ah, that is not optional, by the way. <laughs> Group hug. Please do not break my fragile bird bones. <laughs> Aarakocra. I like Aarakocras. They're fun. They are fun. <laughs> All right, so let's continue on down the sewers. So you guys clip-clop yes, <laughs> down through the muck. You kind of try and stay on the dry spots where you can. And you make it to Main Street. And you see that there is a ladder and a, what do you call those, porthole cover um, up above you. So you can you can move it if you'd like. And so you know you're near the empty growler, but you're not exactly sure where it is. None of you have ever been there before. Uh, I'm going to climb up the ladder and just sort of like... Oh poke my head just just ever so slightly above ground just just like just enough to see out and hopefully not get seen hopefully all right so you um look you take give me a perception check oh boy i am fantastic at these that was a joke i'm, I'm really not oh okay <laughs> only you are oh 15 okay so you gently open the thing up and you kind of slide it over and you look around and you see um, they're all looking different directions, fortunately for you. But there are there are two of the guards that, you know, are looking for earthlings to exterminate. They're kind of tall. They're kind of buff and they're kind of um, ottery. Yeah, that, that, that's, there's no better way to describe them as just <laughs> ottery. 
So they are they are looking, but they do not see you. Hello again, everyone. It's Amos, your dungeon master, your pal, and ancient meditation guide. Go ahead and close your eyes and take a deep breath and relax. There, now that's better. Thanks for listening again this week. Wanted to give a special shout out to our players this week. We got Sebastian, Travis, Lucid, Azula, and Cirrus. Our group-led open world just keeps getting bigger and better. We can't wait to show it off to you. So come back, stick around, whatever you want to do. Should be releasing in early January, but we will let you know exactly when we know exactly. If you haven't yet, tell a friend about us and give us some stars on Apple Podcast. For more information, you can check us out on Twitter at Chaotic Nerdful or find us anywhere podcasters serve fresh and hot. Now let's go ahead and get back in the action. I know that's what you're here for. Uh, there's only two? There are only two. And one of them is about 12 feet to the left of the manhole, and one is kind of forward to the right, and he is about 15 feet away. Okay. Uh, I'm going to climb down the ladder just enough so where I can uh, whisper in someone's ear. And uh, just, just sort of be like, like I'll whisper in Crispin's ear. I'll be like, "There's a, there's, there's two uh, Bahari up there. What, what do we want to do?" Hmm. Is that a trick question? No. No. Good. <laughs> I'm not good with tricks. Two. Okay. Two. Yeah. I, I, I only saw two. Okay. So big guy takes one. I take the other. That sounds like a plan, Lady Tom. I guess that works. Do we not want to like ambush them or something? Um. All right. Can we? I know. <laughs> I'm gonna how, actually, how stealthy are we? <laughs> hold on guys let me let me try something um i cast find familiar and um summon a, a spider right above the manhole cover let's see what that does wait what's the cast time on uh find familiar again it's instantaneous oh oh no it's one hour well, never mind. <laughs> well, uh, that's that's just the ritual to that's the ritual to initially summon the familiar. If you've already done the ritual, like if you're an established caster, you can just sort of like have your familiar. I guess I don't know. That's up to the DM. What are you gonna want? What do you want to do with the spider? Uh, I was gonna take a look around the area up there in the other rooms. I got an idea. Just give you an idea of what's what's up topside without being without being despotted just so he can like go around and tell you what's up there yeah sure sure we'll let that we'll allow that because you're not doing anything like super super crazy roll me a perception check for your familiar how, how good is your perception as a whole because i'm seeing a lot of those flat d20s my perception is not very good <laughs> it's not the worst thing i'm it's not my, my worst thing but i'm not very good at it that's a 13 on perception and go ahead and roll me a stealth check for your spider Okay. Just a straight D20? Yeah, I don't really know. Does the spider have a stealth modifier? Let's look it up. Hang on. The spider's stealth mod uh, modifier is plus four. Ah. Ooh, okay. Nice. So he gets up there and he scoots around and the guards do not see him at all. And as he's looking around... um he's going to kind of gather the scene and he's going to bring it back down to you. And he's, he lives in this area. So he kind of knows it too, but there are, there are two guards 
right here, you know, within about 10, 15 feet of the porthole, uh, the manhole. And then there are, he knows that there is a, a guard stand that's like about 150 feet down Main Street and like around the corner. So if things get too loud, they would um, possibly be alerted and come back. But he knows this is also kind of the end of the where they patrol. So they don't really spend a lot of time or a lot of energy making sure this place is safe. Um, across the street, it's about 20 feet from the manhole to the front door of the tavern is the uh, empty growler tavern. And he knows that there are a few people in there. Um, they will let you in if you... Basically, if you know someone, someone sent you there, or that you can prove that you are not a enslaved earthling. Hmm, interesting. And there are several other abandoned buildings on the other side of the street, which is 20 feet in the other direction. Okay. 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 I've got an idea if we want to take the classy approach. I'm interested. I'm all ears. Well, I could try and... Uh hop on out of there, go invisible, and uh, see if we might be able to either take the stealth approach and hop out invisible, try and take one of them down here, and uh, I deal with the other one topside. Or, um, if we're feeling fancy, could try and put him to sleep again. What do y'all think? (laughs) Fancy, huh? Fancy. Well, uh... You know... My plan actually was just to pop I mean, up there stealth. and say, either hug or fight. So that was going to sort yourself out. Or should we try talking to them? I doubt that would work. I think we should just put arrows between their eyes. That's one way of talking, okay. actually. <laughs> That's very persuasive. <laughs> sure. Lead yeah. And I was going to say that you do know that these are part of the elite guards who are uh, have been instructed to kill all Earthlings on site. So... There's a real good chance they're not going to want to talk to you. Okay. Okay. Right. Just trying to be... What am I saying? I'm here to smack their ass. They'll <laughs> be dirty in the past. So, Lady Thumb, maybe we should just lead our friend to the battle again. Shall we? Uh, how about how about we, we go with uh, Peeps' plan? Um, that's, that was actually pretty good. Um, if he can go invisible and knock one down here, I can go up there and support him with the other one while you guys take the one that um, we throw down. Absolutely. Sounds like a plan. So we've got peeps going up, and you're going to go invisible? So the plan is keeping the muscle head not visible, right? Just so we're clear. Right. All right. So sit pretty here. Okay, so you're going to climb up there by yourself, peeps, and everybody else is going to kind of stay in the ready waiting for for one of these guards to fall down the pit. Yeah. All right. In that case, I'm going to go ahead and cast invisibility first. All right. And um, when you get up up there, what are you going to do? Tell me what you're going to try to do. What's going to? What's your plan of attack? Well, uh, once I open the manhole cover as quietly as I can, I'm going to try and just shove one of them down into the manhole. <clears throat> All right. Wow. We're going to do. And he's not expecting it, so I'll give you advantage. But we're going to do a, an op- opposed strength check. Damn it. I'm really good at those. <laughs> Biting my knuckles down here. I got a feeling you're going to win. Uh, oof. <laughs> he, um, you just, like, give him a good double-fisted shove, and he does not see it coming. He's, like, not paying attention. He's thinking about his girlfriend or whatever. He's flipping through pictures of <laughs> A cell phone and he just like falls just a little bit of a whimper oh, but he just falls down the hole 
The other guard does hear you and turns around and sees his friend fall down the hole. I don't think that counts as an as an attack, so you are still invisible. Uh, as soon as I see the other one um, start falling down the hole, I'm going to start uh, shuffling up the ladder to go assist Peeps. Okay. Um, does he have 34 less hit points? He has less than 34 hit points, yes. Cool, he's asleep. Okay, so the one top side is just like out on the pavement. He's taking a nap. You hear somebody talking on the other end of a cell phone, but you don't know who it is. And then you've got one down in the hole. I'm going to take that cell phone and respond with, sorry, uh, the person you've called is no longer available. I'm afraid you're going to have to call back in an hour. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Alright, so there's one guy down. Um, Let's roll for initiative. Alright. Wait, I'm not expecting this to take all that long, but still, we gotta do initiative. Um, um, is the phone, like, is it just, like, standard Android phone? Am I familiar with this sort of tech? Yeah, you would be pretty familiar with the technology. Ah, clearly cool. these I'm hipsters use Mac. It's an iPhone 37S. Damn it. Damn it. I still haven't added the audio jack back. <laughs> I'm just oh, doing something. Like I'm turning down to vibrate, and I'm pocketing that thing. Man, that that reminds me of my home. Your home? Yeah, well, cool. where I come from, that, that's what you do. You know, you just go and murder somebody for something that they have. Really nasty business, that, huh? Yeah, that's not really nasty. I hope you don't do that to us. We are no, good friends to well, you, right? Quite small and Why? cuddly and cute and good. Your fight for good. If you ever fight for bad, tell me so that I have to stomp you. I'll let <laughs> you know. reasonable enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am missing I'm... initiative for Peeps and for Malvium. I've got a uh, five. Yeah, I know you're not actually in the fray right now, but it usually helps if you do it anyways, just in case something else happens. Yeah, I go the firstest, apparently. Which is cool. All right. Oh, plus, yeah, plus five. That's actually very, very, very good. Um, right. So are we, we set them? Yep. I think so. I just got to get my uh, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, the guy falls down the hole. First up is Peeps. And you feel the phone that you just stuck in your pocket vibrating. Like it's a couple like it's like a special customized drink. So, you know, whoever's calling is probably really important to this guy who's uh, taking a nap. <laughs> Um, since I turned it down to vibrate, um, I'm going to pull the phone back out, turn it to silent, put it back. You know what? No, I'm going to turn the phone off. Insert battery life. I don't want to be rude. All right. So you just pulled it out of your pocket, turn it off, put it back in your pocket. Awesome. All right. Um, do you want to do any other investigation or anything? Or is that, are you done? You want to try and move or anything? I'm going to look around, see if there's anything else I might have. Well, actually, I'm going to try it. Yeah, I want to look around, see if there's a good spot for me to basically... Wait a minute. Am I still invisible? Yeah, you are still invisible, so you really don't have to do anything. Nobody knows you're there. Um, In that case, I'm just going to shimmy up to the... uh, the, What was it? The Empty Growler? The Empty Growler? Okay, so you're just going to like make your way over to the door. Not going yet, but you're just kind of going to go over there near the wall. Near the door. Okay, that's cool. Alright, next the up wall, is... Up smoke. Um, that would give away your position, but okay. <laughs> Alright, Tom, for your next. Alright, so are both these guys asleep or something? 
or I, I knew what I know one of them fell into the hole. One of them is down there in the hole with the rest of you, and then one of them is yes. like asleep on the asphalt. All right, so my question here is should I go with him so make sure that he doesn't get killed, or should I just, you know, cut head off here? That's totally up to you. Yeah, that, that's why I'm asking my friends because, uh, as I said, I'm, I don't make good plans. <laughs> I'm not good at this. No, just do whatever you wish. Just don't make it. Uh, just make sure to not make it too messy, right? But these guys are very, very bad, right? They yes. are really, really bad indeed. All right. Well, I they suppose use I have their to... phone while they're working. That's really bad. Oh, that's just inefficient. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So I suppose I'll try to take the head off of the one so that we don't get issues later. All right, go ahead and give me an attack roll. All right, I'm not raging because you know I'm the, kind of have this. Uh, I think I hope. So I'm not gonna do any extra damage if I hit, but let's see if I hit. I think I did. <laughs> oh yeah, that hits. Let's hit now. Well. Okay, so you come down, you uh, hear something snap in his chest, you, you're coming down, you hit him on the shoulder like you know you like to do, and he's like, you know his arm's busted. It may even come off. Hopefully it'll grow back. Yeah. Um, so he is definitely hurt. Um, pretty hurt, actually. He uh, kind of screams out a little bit in pain, like, oh, I hate you. Oh, um, I don't know you, but okay, that, that can happen. <laughs> I'm just hitting you because you're bad. If you're not bad, I don't hit you, right? So, are you gonna still be bad? Um, yes, because otters oh, are well. better than you people. Ah, oh, well, that's just rude. It's not untrue, though. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's that's all I have because I'm not a fighter. He's not feeling good. So next up is Kichi. Uh, where am I right now? Because like I started scrambling up the ladder. Where would I be? Um, you were scrambling up the ladder, so you are you're gonna be topside with uh, Peeps, and so you're standing there. You see the guy asleep in like you know face turned sideways, you know butt in the air <laughs> next to a puddle, and you see the soft glow of a cigarette over near the door of the empty growler. Okay, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it looks like that was handled. Uh, and so uh, I look down the uh, the hole and um, snap my fingers and cast uh, Sacred Flame on the guy down there. All right. That is right. a, I believe, Dexterity Saving Throw DC 14. All right, let's check it out. Oh. He passes. He does not take the damage. All right, <laughs> maybe I should just stop using these spells. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they're going to do you some good. Uh, one day, hopefully. <laughs> one day, maybe. <laughs> hopefully today, please. <laughs> All right, well, that ends my turn. All right, so the next up is the guard, and he's going to get, He's uh, he's been prone, so he's going to get up on his feet, and he's going to kind of, um, he's mad. He's real, real mad. Of course he is. <laughs> so he is going to pull his short bow and he is going to take a swing at Tomp because Tomp hit him. What? With a bow? Hmm. No, I'm sorry. Scimitar. Sorry, I read that as short sword. It's, he's gonna he's gonna hit you with a scimitar, not his short bow. My bad. He's <laughs> 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 gonna whack right. you with a stick. You know, somebody so cuddly shouldn't be so nasty. Ha! Take okay. that. <laughs> What's your AC? 
17 still. It is gonna whiff. He like starts to swing and he's like the pain becomes unbearable and he just like <laughs> screams out and just doesn't connect. Too fast for ya. Yeah, because the thing is I'm not wearing any armor. So next up is Crispin. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um Crispin is going to take a couple steps back if he can and uh cast firebolt. Alright. Um is that an attack or is that a save? I can't remember. Uh it's a ranged spell attack. All right, so roll me a d20. 21. Yep, that hits. The guy kind of knows what you're doing. He uh, just kind of, you know, winces and pulls his arms in together. He knows it's going to hurt. Excellent. Perfect. All of his little otter fur just bursts into flames. And he just, like, doesn't even scream. He just, like, kicks back and, like, falls into the, um, the stream of poop water and just floats away silently and dead oh. so he is stone dead Hooray. good job everyone thank yeah. you for not making it that messy <laughs> now and so you guys are out of out? initiative because you got oh. lucky and neither of the guards was able to call for help um while we're mm. at it um it's at this point that i'm gonna like just flick the cigarette and off <laughs> and be like ah oh, shit i knew i forgot something um Cyrus, do you want to what is it um Kichi, uh, you wanna? Kichi, yeah. Kichi, you wanna help me with this body here? Oh, um, sure. Are we gonna kill him, or we're we just gonna throw him somewhere? Because it only lasts a minute, right? No, he's already dead. I believe. No, there's the one. The one in the sewer is dead, but there's still one on, on the asphalt who is still alive and asleep. Uh, and before folks end up filing their way up the ladder and be like, "One more coming down," and just gonna <laughs> unceremoniously toss him down the manhole. All right. Take care of him, folks. Please. He's gonna take six fall damage, and he is gonna wake up. Ooh, inside a manhole. Yeah, he's down on the manhole with all of you, uh, raging or your non-raging beasts down there. Yay, not raging. <laughs> all right, so um, since that was not expected, we're gonna go with uh, it's gonna be uh, Malvium's turn since he hasn't gone yet. Oh dear. Oh dear, you're inside a manhole. Uh, how deep is the manhole again? It's about 10 feet from the hole to the surface of the cement and the water. So he fell 10 feet. 10 feet. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to jump there. Uh, no, I'm just going to walk through the, the edge of the hole. I'm, I'm just going to pour my holy water on him. I, I right. think um, he's still down there, though. Yeah, he, he chucked him down before everyone climbed up. So you're still down there with him. So you just want to pour some holy water on this oh, guy who's trying to stand see. up. I see. I see. So, okay, now I get it. I'm just like, hi, Mr. This, this is going to be an otter, right? Not a weasel anymore. Yes, he is an otter. I've been waiting for this moment, Mr. Otter. Your body is a bastard. Prepare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to avenge you. And I'm just going to hit him with my hammer again because that's what I do. Okay. okay. <laughs> so give me an attack roll. And I roll a uh, 22. I believe that's going to hit. Uh, Yeah, that's going to hit. <laughs> All right. Let me, uh, wait a minute. Why is D&D Beyond kind of dumb today? Um, <laughs> the guard, he just kind of rolls his eyes and says, oh, no, not again. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to hit him with uh, my hammer and I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to spend my spell slot and uh, use Divine Smite. So that's going to be a total of uh, 21 damage. 
Ouch. So your hammer Ouch. comes down and just like hits him square in the chest and like all of these like lightning bolts and stuff come out and you hear like the clouds open up way up in the sky and you hear the fang of angels and he just like his chest just collapses on him. He is dead. Sweet mother of Jesus. You have defeated both guards. Ah, oh, that feels good. Yeah, he's beating me on damage. <laughs> There's no one else in the street, but you know they will probably come eventually. All right, well, I'm just going to sing my bow over my shoulder and just put my hands in my pockets and just uh, walk away whistling as if I haven't seen anything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so is everybody going to climb up out of the manhole onto the street? Yeah, quite. Yep. All right, so um going to go over to the empty growler. You're going to hang out. You're going to go check out the guard post. What you want to do? We need to see Mr. Rawling, right? In the empty growler. Yes, you have to go see Rawlings. Hmm. Where would, where would, all right, guys, where do you think Mr. Rawling would be in this vicinity? I suggest we check that pub over there. The one that says the empty growler. Inside. Yeah, 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 the one, the one, the one we were told, told to check. Are we across the street from the pub? You're kind of in the middle of the street, and the pub is like, on the west side of the road it's like 15 20 feet in front of you um peeps is already over there he's uh just like hanging out by the door but you can't see him because he's still invisible christmas gonna head over there too oh right. i can't see him but do i know where he is there's a few different things you would guess that he's up there somewhere because you know he threw the people the one guy down but hmm. um you don't really know exactly where he's at hmm Mm. Ah, so he's being both invisible and stealthy. Hmm, smart. Some people forget one of those parts. I'm just going to stroll into the empty growler. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> what else are we going to do? <laughs> Check the door. Um, the door is locked. Um, so I go knock. <laughs> All right. The bardic knock spell. Um, a little slot opens up um, about mm. eye level, and you see a pair of blue eyes staring at you, and you hear... A soft voice go, what do you want? Who are you? Oh, um, hello there. We're with the Resistance. We're here to uh, kill some otters and save the world. Uh, we were told to come talk to a um, Rollins by um, so, by um, a uh, Mr. Harry. Uh, if you know where we could find this Rollins, that would, that would, that would be great. All right, all right, smooth, stop talking. Stop talking. And you hear the door uh, unlock and the door creaks open. I, I, I'd slip in. Looking very suspicious, intentionally. <laughs> All right. So Smooth everybody, motions, uh, the person who opened the door uh, is wearing a long black cloak. Um, you can see, um, basically, when she pulls away from the door, you can't see their face anymore, but she has, like, a little bit of, like, blonde hair poking out on top. And she, like, motions you all inside and closes and locks the door behind you. All right. How tall is she? Mm, five foot six. What would that be about? 145 cm. Yeah, she's about a foot to- uh, foot shorter than Tom. Tom is six five. That was uh, I was asking. Uh, I'm I'm wondering where I'm getting at. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna find my own town, Laputa. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Okay, I'm so glad you guys made it. I know we've been looking for uh, somebody to go do this for us for a while, and um, we just haven't haven't been able to find the right people. Nobody's been able to make it through." And so there's, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. And then you are going to go to 
there's this alleyway, okay? And there's lots of stuff. Don't get too distracted. Try, try and stay, stay focused. At the end of the alleyway, there is a uh, store. And it says Cougar and Darks. And inside somewhere, there is a red leather bound, it's a, like just red leather notebook. And it's got like a big hole in, in it, like somebody shot it or stabbed it or something. And I need you to bring that book back to me. So this is a scavenger hunt because I'm totally down for that. Oh, I love scavenging hunts. Oh, do I get a prize? The prize is not dying. Yeah, that, yeah, I think the prize is saving the world. I don't die every day, though. So you say you someday you die. Some of the days you die. Is that what you say? Is that how it works? Huh. Uh, One day you're going to lose the scavenger hunt and you're going to die. Okay, uh, point us in the direction of said alley and I we will make our way there. All right, let's seal this alliance with a hug then. Uh, oh, okay. Another monster uh, hug. I, I, I don't, I don't nor- normally hug uh, people I just met, but oh, that's fine. Uh, okay, cool, cool. No, but we're friends now, see? We do this, we save the world. <laughs> friends for everybody. And we can smoke some others along the way. <laughs> Mom, we are in, right. the, in the corner of the room, just going to facepalm himself. Three, uh, secretly. Oh, well, right. So let's find the the bookie thingy, thongy thing. All right. So she uh, walks to the back of the pub, kind of in between, like the back bar and where the restroom sign is, and she pulls a little stick out of her um out of her sleeve, and she taps taps a couple places in the wall, and she takes a step back, and the wall basically unzips itself, and the bricks just kind of peel away and you see a um a long narrow kind of winding alleyway with lots of like shop signs and buildings but and it's all lit with torchlight so there's a bit of light it is dark outside so it's not like hugely bright um and she's like okay it's down this alleyway she said you shouldn't you shouldn't have too much trouble with the bahari because they they don't know this is here but there may be some corrupted Bahari or, or or some other just random strange things back here that have just found it accidentally. But don't worry too much about the Bahari when you're back here. Uh, hmm. Righto. And I uh, tip an imaginary fedora and walk down the alley. I never worry about the Bahari. Wave. Bye-bye. Wait, wait, wait. Before we take off, I got a question for you, lady. And I, and I undo my invisibility. Hold on there, sweetheart. Uh, one question. Um, how big of a rush are we in? I gotta stop and take a bit of a breather. Well, it's not, like, super rush, necessarily. I mean, it's only the entire planet is being executed tonight. But uh, take as long as you want. Um, they're probably not going to come in right away, but uh, you never know. So uh, do your best to hurry along. <laughs> You absolute sass master. <laughs> okay, so do you want to stop uh, stop somewhere or you want to go ahead and enter the alley? Looks like everybody else is getting ready to go in. Um, I'm ready to go, but I don't have to spell things out like you guys do, so I don't know. If you're tired, you're tired. Oh, I see. You want to take a long rest. No, I just wanted to take a short rest. Oh, you can take a short rest. That's fine. Yeah, because yeah, short rest lasts like an hour. So, <laughs> like... 
Barbarians get nothing from short rest. I don't give a toss. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying, like, I need to breathe or not. I need to take a nap. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I like the mechanic where you could just say I'm taking a short rest and then we just kind of keep going. Yeah, that's... that's yeah. Cool. You guys don't like have to putter around the bar and throw darts. And, you know, you, you really don't have to do all that if you, unless you just really want to. I mean, that's basically what I would be doing, but we don't need to explain it. All right. So, yes, yeah, so you can take a short rest. Um, you can use your hit dice, anybody who wants to. Um, I guess some of you get spell slots back. Not 100% sure. Yeah, that's the big thing I was concerned well, yeah. about. I only yeah. get uh, yeah. three level twos and four level ones, and I'd already spent three spells total. Yeah. I think I think it's a long rest that you need for proper spell slots. I don't, re- I don't know anymore. But... Um, unless you're a you, warlock. You get them all back. You get them all back on a long rest, but you do. There is a mechanic where you can get some back on a short rest. Yeah, see, that's that's why I, don't know. I never play the warlock edition. I used to. I played a wizard in like second edition AD and D, and yeah, that was one spell per day and sort off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've they've done some tweaks since then. I hear that the wizard back then would could be easily defeated by a house cat. Well, yeah, one d four HP. 1d4? Wow. 1d4 HP. And you only got constitution bonuses in second edition ADN from... uh, I think you needed to have like 16 constitution or something, and the wizard had a cap. Like, he couldn't have more than a plus 3 or plus 2 or something. Oh, dear. You're looking at a minimum of 1 HP and a maximum of like 7 at level (laughs) 1. Yeah. You you run run up on an angry house cat, you use your spell and miss, you're dead. Yeah, that was rough. You're dead. But a level eight wizard could destroy an entire party. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right. Yeah. So you guys are gonna make your way down into this alley. Right. There are a few stores around. Um, there, there are obviously lots of boarded up places and things that are just like obviously closed down, abandoned, and forgotten for many, many years. But you see a brightly painted like bright oranges and purples and just these ridiculously bright colors and all the lights are on inside and you see a sign over the door that is gf weasel party supplies and then on the other side of the street about 10 15 20 30 feet up you see uh granger's detective agency and then you can't really see much further than that you'd have to kind of go further in to see more would you like to check out either of these establishments? I have uh, about ten bucks with me. <laughs> I, oh. I can't spend. I can't even afford to pay attention, man. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just browsing. <laughs> I'm, prof- I'm proficient in thieves tools. I can't afford <laughs> thieves tools. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so what you gonna do, guys? But hey, if I get some, I get a plus five to them or something. Well, I don't really feel like I need any party supplies right now, but maybe later. But that, we could use the thieves tools, but can't afford them, and I don't really care much to say, like, oh, let's break in and that, whatever. We have a mission to do, and this is a straight path, I suppose. Although, I mean... There is charm to be had here, but uh, we also need a bookie thingy, thongy thing. I forget yes. anymore. What is it that we, we, we have to get? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. But it's okay. Yeah, I poke my, my little friends. Okay, well, why are we getting that again? Uh, a red leather bound book, sweetheart. Yes. Uh, on why? Um, to not die, dear. Good. Right. Ha- That's the plan. Some see. Undisclosed magical properties. <laughs> not die. 
See, I knew it all along. You just needed to help me a bit. All right, since okay. we are in the uh, in the store right now, I'm just gonna cast uh, detect magic. Okay, so you're you're gonna go into the store, the party supply store. Yep, I'm just gonna knock first, knock on the door. See, see if there's the, any when response. You, when you approach the door and you reach up to knock it, it just like flies open, and you hear like this cheering sound, and you hear welcome, welcome, well, welcome to. Weasel Party Supplies. I'm Max, and I'm your digital servant. And you see this little guy just kind of appear in the middle of the hall. He's like, he's like just in the middle of the store. He's just, uh, you can see through him. He's like non-corporeal. He's like a hologram, and he's just like super excited to see you. Hmm. Well, I'm just gonna uh, step back one step and uh, and looking confused because he's not good with technology and you're just gonna call peeps do you wanna go first i'm not good with technology oh yeah yeah i'll go come on in guys i'm perfectly safe 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 kind of stutters at you a little bit is that i'm gonna aren't you happy for the end of the world it's been so long since i've seen anyone please please come in i will give you these temporary tattoos for free and he like picks yeah, up the little box, kind of levitates and like leans toward you, and you see it's like a snake, like wrapped around a long dagger. Okay, that is kind of cool. They used to be so, so, so super popular, but not anymore. Anyone? Anyway. <laughs> uh, you want to come and look around? So you want to walk away guys, slowly? Yeah. Think friendly up. Let's just go inside, Ooh. shall we? Being the classy gentleman that I am, I'm gonna see if they have any cigarettes and uh, some fine bourbon. Okay, so you're looking for like just okay, right. some kind of novelty regular items. Do I see uh, any? Do I sense any arcane property from the item in the shop? Because I just cast detect magic. Oh yes, yes. Sorry. Um, yeah, with detect magic, can you see the the school or anything, or you just know it's a magical item? Uh, yes, I get the sense that. Uh, yeah, the school of those okay, magic. So pretty much every single item in the store has some level of magic to it and it's just a bunch of different schools some are evocation some are transmutation there are just everything is in some way magical except for the uh, box of temporary tattoos and um, water bottles that look mostly green on the inside seeing this i'm i'm just gonna relay the, uh, the information to the party by uh going to them one by one and whisper Everything here is magic. See if you want anything. Oh, except that uh, that box of tattoo that the shop owner just mentioned. That this one particularly strange water bottle. But guys, take your time. And I'm knock off on myself and look at the uh, the water bottle. Obviously, it has been so long since I've seen anyone. You may have anything in the store for free. Well, maybe not everything, but I'll give you a free water bottle and a tattoo just for stopping by. Oh, nice. All right. I'm going to look for the most expensive thing I can find in this shop. Crispin looks a little more excited. He likes artifacts and starts looking through the shelves. Uh, all right. Um, what will happen to have some lockpicks, would they? Lock picks. Uh, let's see. Roll me a d20. Oh, let's see. Uh, what the hell is my? Oh, there we go. And then you're looking for expensive items. Roll me a check too. Okay, fourteen. Um, yes, they do have a lock pick set. You can tell that it is magically enchanted somehow. 
Um, not really sure what that's going to mean, but there is a lockpick set, and the guy's like, oh, okay, you, you, you can have, have, have that. Those are, are, are fairly inexpensive, so it's not a, a problem. Oh, you know, I had a set before, but they were made of bone. Not very sturdy. These, these, these are, are, are elvish made. They are whirling spoons last you a long, 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 long. He kind of twitches. Long time. Hmm. I don't know. My experience helps don't last that long, but I can't help but like them anyway. So what, what, kind, of, what kind of check was I rolling? Uh, roll an investigation check. Investigation. And I don't suppose this is the kind of party store that would carry alcohol. All right. So a 12. You look around. Uh, no, uh, they do not have any alcohol. They they do have some. Um, you see over in the corner a, a, uh, a witch's broom. It looks pretty normal, but it has a price tag of 500 on it. Christmas going to look for anything that's old or magically interesting. Any odd things? Right. Okay, let's um, see. What do you see? <clears throat> you, um, you you see this? Um, it looks kind of like a cigarette lighter, but it's in a glass case, and you're kind of wondering why on earth something so plain would be in a um, preserved like that. And you can tell it's really old because it's got some like tarnish on it, and it's just kind of a old artifact. And the, and the robot starts speaking. He says that that is a unlighter if you flick it and you can pull the lights out of things and make rooms dark Ooh, nifty can i have it well, why yes you, you may the, the the previous owner is long dead and he wouldn't mind at all excellent thank you strange electronic thing <laughs> you, you you are well welcome I, i'd like to pick it up and examine it the the lighter or the broom sorry the the broom all right um it seems like a normal like normal okay it's like a long kind of crooked stick it's about four feet long it's got some um like brush and sticks and things tied around the end but when you pick it up off the shelf and you kind of hold it in your hand you can feel it's kind of like pulling like towards the door and just like away from you it's like it wants to go somewhere and you're just like you kind of fight with it a little bit, but it doesn't doesn't get away from you too bad. Ah, well, that is the the, the last of the super speed brooms that we have available. They were all the rage with the uh, uh, sports 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 people. Um, and you you uh you you may have if you if you want. Uh, what does it do? I mean, I can assume what it does, but you know what they say about assuming. It can hold two people and can. Uh, basically, it makes your puts you in the air and it makes your movement speed 100 or 120. Oh, huh. so it's a super fast broom. I'm just gonna, just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like uh, cartoon pocket it, just like stick the whole thing in my pocket and casually walk away. That that, that, that is fine. Uh, I see you trying to steal. I said uh, everything is 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 free to to do today. Uh, as on my way out, I'll just grab one of the bottles. The unnecessarily green bottles of water. Yeah, they're, uh, they're yes. old and gross. But sure, you can have one. No problem. Thanks for such a... Bye. Do they have any, like, not unlighters? Like a regular lighter? Yeah, like even if it's got some sort of enchantment. Ah, yes, sorry. So you turn back around. He's like, oh, well, welcome to the back. I see you're looking for something. Yeah, I was wondering if you might have any lights. Oh, 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes, I, I do. do. And he uh, pulls out a, um, a pack of cigarettes from a cabinet, and it says they are um, unfiltered hippogriffs. And he pulls out a lighter from under a different shelf, and it is, it looks like a witch's hat, but it's got a button on it. And when you press the button, the, like the top flips over and a little flame sticks out of the top. <laughs> oh, hippogriffs. I haven't seen these in years. Uh, thanks, bud. No, no, no problem. All right. So I'm going to guess you guys are going to kind of make your way further down the alley now. Yes. And yep. I'm taking that green bottle with me. Two of them, precisely. Right. Two. Awesome. All right, let's go down to the alley. All right. You're going to check out the detective agency, or you're going to keep going down the hall, down the alleyway for the red book? I think we should go for the book. I mean, it's kind of important. All right. So yeah. you guys are going to keep walking. And as you pass the agency, um, roll me a dexterity saving throw, everybody. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> 19. 13 for me. All right. So we got Peeps got a 19. Kitchi got a 17. Uh, you got a 16. Um, what'd you get, Alvium? 13. 13. Okay. So you guys hear something moving in the uh, detective agency and you kind of like just hit the deck. Everybody just kind of scatters and falls down. And you hear uh, just a loud boom sound. And um unfortunately somebody didn't get out of the way I'm trying to re- remember who oh, that was. I and um I, I missed that part because this, this thing was muted. What what do I have to do? <laughs> okay, uh you roll a um roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh. Do I see the source of this thing? Uh, um, what, what, you just hear a loud you hear a loud boom coming out of the detective agency. Oh, but I, I didn't see it, so I don't get advantage no, on it. Right. Okay, good. Uh, what's my dex? Oh, plus three. That is gonna hurt. Or not. I don't know. And Trump, it looks like... Or Tom, you you are gonna take some damage, because everybody else dives Ew. out of the way, and you kind of look up and you look towards it to see if you can see where the, the sound is coming from, and you just like feel something thump against your chest. Mm. Ooh. Yes, okay. Threat at me with a good time. <laughs> You're gonna take five bludgeoning damage to the chest, and it's not gonna knock you down, but it's gonna hit you. Ah, boobs of steel right here. I have still 51 HP left. <laughs> and um, you hear okay. someone shout from inside the uh, agency, Get out of here, you rotten otters! I hate you all. Just leave us alone. Oh, he hate me. Does that mean I have to rip out his spine? Doesn't sound like an otter. No, I'm not an otter. I hate the otters. Well, uh, can I convince you to look up and see that I'm taller, greener, and not ottery than an otter? Oh, I am so, so sorry. I did not... I, I wasn't really looking. I just saw the movement and I just took a shot out the door. I wasn't really paying attention. I'm super sorry. Uh, I've been kind of under a lot of stress recently um, since the uh, otters took my husband and um, I kind of forgot I had kids a few years ago. And so I've been trying, just trying to figure some things out. So I'm really sorry. <laughs> what do you hit me with anyway? Well, what is this thing? It's a 12 gauge shotgun. Oh, yeah. It felt, yeah, it felt like, a, like something punched me. Yeah. Oh, so that's this is what it does. Sweet. It's been a while since I've been shot. 
I've like, no, never been hit yeah, by something too. like this before. Well, what is this thing? She hails from Detroit. Quite. <laughs> well, don't oh, worry about anything. It didn't I, even really hurt sorry. that much. I'm really sorry for shooting you, but um, you guys should just uh, get on out of the street because they're they're gonna come and get you at some point. Ooh, um, guys, should we wait in the street then so that they get us and we get them, or are we not doing that? I I don't remember anymore. I we're think not, we're we're going for the book. Yes, the book, 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 right, book. Not die, you know, book. the important Not part. die. Look, she okay, said. See. You can hear book. her talking the gun. Oh, what, what book? Where? Where? What are you talking about? Uh, book and not die. Uh, we 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 were we were sent to go grab a uh, red leather bound book with a hole in it. Um, for uh, Roll, Roland Roland's Rollings. Oh, did she say where it was? Because uh, there's lots of stores down here. I think she did, but I don't remember. Hmm. In character, I probably remember. Out of character, I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, in and out of character, okay. I have no clue. I wasn't listening. <laughs> she says, "Okay, okay. Um, um, it's probably gonna be at the oddities shop, the uh, Cougar and Darks. It's uh down. It's kind of on a side street, but go all the way to the end until you see the bank." and then turn left and it's like right there it's going to be in a kind of a dark spot uh obviously because it's cougar and darks but um yeah it's it's right up there but uh keep going if i uh if i see anybody following you i'll shoot okay sounds like a plan and i tip my <laughs> invisible fedora and uh walk, uh, walk away um, i recommend using something bigger though B- bigger than a 12k shotgun yeah then you have like a uh and yeah you start you can almost see the cogs turning Hmm. Ah. I will consider that. I, I, I've considered getting a, a 50 caliber or something like that, but this this has done me oh. well so far. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, quite. A 14 pounder. That should do the trick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. Thank you. And, and I'm very sorry for shooting you. Nah, no harm done. No harm done. Good people make mistakes. Bad people suffer for them. Yes. That's what I was taught. <laughs> I say. <laughs> All right, everybody, that is it. Come back next week to hear the end of Magical Resistance. Bye.